Hi, my name's Ben Smith. Over the course of my adult life, I have become obsessed with the industry of interactive entertainment. Video games. The video game industry has ballooned to massive proportions, bringing with it all the controversy and criticism any entertainment sector has. So come and join me and some of my friends as we explore and examine some of the strange and wonderful stories surrounding this sector. Sometimes we'll look at a specific game franchise, other weeks on a more broader theme, but always discussing my favourite hobby. Welcome to Extra Life. In this episode, I'll be sitting down with Sam Kellett to discuss one of the most controversial and divisive issues in the video game community, sexism and misogyny in video games. We'll be discussing what it means to be a girl gamer in 2020, how video game companies can improve the representation of women in games, and what improvements can be made to online gaming. As ever, we'll start the show by discussing some of the week's hottest news, and end by seeing how our guest ranks on our virtual leaderboard. Join us as we ask, are no girls allowed for some reason? So, welcome back to Extra Life, uh, and we are joined today uh, for episode two by my very good friend, Sam Keller. Sam, um, why are you here, and what are you talking to me today about? Uh, I am here to discuss sexism in gaming. Fantastic, and uh, it's going to be a very hot topic, obviously, uh, with what's uh, going on. So, uh, yeah, we're going to dive into it. But first, of course, on our show today, uh, we are going to talk about the hot news in gaming this week. So, it is time for our news section. You're going to help me out. Um, are you going to help me out with this one, Sam? Okay. Well, I'll do my best. All right. So, our first uh, news story from this week is that um, some of the gaming companies and publishers this week have uh, uh, given their support to the Black Lives Matter movement. So these companies include EA, Sony, Xbox, Activision, Nintendo, Star Wars, Marvel and more and they have all joined together for a call to end racism. EA Sports has decided uh, to uh, take action and is looking at taking action to drive the change against unjust treatment and systemic bias. What do you think about this? This has been a really hot topic this week with everything that's been going on. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, I think it's brilliant that they're helping out and they're showing the support. I think that uh, all the people who are kicking off about everything are doing so from a place of privilege and that's not really something that that's a good thing. Racism should not be you know, still very important, you know, like a very main part of life nowadays. So it's really great that these massive companies, I've seen a couple myself, well, I've seen more than a couple, but I know Sega have um, released as well. Uh, even non-gaming flat platforms, you know, uh, Ben & Jerry's, stuff like that. The really big companies uh, are supporting behind this thing and hopefully it actually comes to something. It, yeah, absolutely. I think it's, you know, um, gaming is such a massive platform now that it's, it's we, we, we do need to do something about um, racism. I remember myself uh, playing games such as Gears of War, uh, which has got really um, a diverse cast of uh, characters, uh, including um, a, uh, a, a black soldier. Um, and you know that 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 kind of uh, equality and um, and and justice uh, definitely needs to come forth through gaming as well. Uh, so yeah, no, good on. Um, that's about the only good thing that EA's done in the past couple of weeks. But good on EA. So our next news story of our uh, broadcast is that Sony has delayed the PS5 reveal. Um, and it's coming at, un at, at an unclear future date. This is the uh, story that Sony decided to postpone their PS5 reveal in light of the riots and protests in 
uh, America due to the death of George Floyd. Um, this is now being pushed back. We're not sure when we're going to get to uh, a new um, reveal date. We're not sure when we're going to get to see the PS5 again. Um, but they've, uh, yeah, they've, they've decided to give it a kind of unclear uh, future date. Uh, so uh, PS5, Sam, you're not much of a, uh, a console nerd, are you? No, had a PlayStation 2 growing up. Uh, at the moment in the house, we've got an Xbox 360. We keep meaning to buy an Xbox One, but haven't got round to it. I just want to play a like, Goose game, to be fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no. I've got, I've got a Sega Mega Drive that I haven't had plugged in in about four years. Oh. I, 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 I like this, though. You're coming at this from a kind of retro angle, which is, which is great. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, what, what, what do you feel about this next generation of consoles? Are you excited? Could you care less? What do you what do you feel? I know nothing about them, to be fair. Um, the games that I generally play were, well, the game that I'm playing at the moment was released in 2007. Oh, no, sorry, 2009. So I'm already fair, fair, fairly behind. Uh, the best part about all these new consoles coming out is the ones that I want to buy will be cheaper now. Very true, very true. So, uh, wh uh, what are you playing at the moment? Dragon Age. Decided to re uh, replay it, playing as a dude for the first time. We usually play female characters, but um, it's interesting. Excellent. Dragon Age Origins, uh, one of Bioware's first games. Uh, if you like talk about Bioware and their series, go and check out ep uh, episode one of Extra Life, where we discuss Mass Effect. A little plug-in for us there. Our next news story of our segment here is that the Nintendo Switch is still sold out uh, and that the Switch Lite has just come into stock. So because of COVID-19, uh, it is still in, uh, impacting the stock of the Nintendo Switch uh, and you can't get one at the moment like worldwide for love nor money. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Nintendo Switch? Good console, bad console? Never tried it. Honestly, never tried it. It sounds really popular. It sounds really cool. Um, is the Switch the one that you've got the? Is it Animal Crossing on it? Yeah, that's that everyone's the one. absolutely crazy for. Um, people seem to like that. It seems to be bringing a lot of people on my Facebook group. You know, like my news feed. It's bringing people closer than I've seen in a while. I think the last time I saw people talking about a game and being part of a game and kind of joining this game together. The last time I heard anything this big was when Pokemon Go was released. Yeah, and that's very true, actually. That's, uh, 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 that's a good point. So Nintendo, obviously, the, the holders of the license for Pokemon. Uh, have you never been tempted to get a Switch for that? No, I don't have time. <laughs> Main reason I don't have games consoles or play, go play games at the moment is I just don't have the spare time. I have a three-year-old that likes to turn off the Xbox when I'm halfway through a level. I haven't read a book in years. Uh, I, I don't have time for another games console. Yeah, you heard it here first, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Keller is illiterate. Um, I'm obviously joking. Don't children ruin games. Yeah, just don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Yeah, don't, don't take that out of context. <laughs> okay, and you've kind of segued nice and neatly into our next uh, news item of the day, which is uh, Pokemon Go's June 2020 field research tasks and research breakthrough rewards. Uh, so there's new field research tasks uh, that are now live in Pokemon Go um, and there are now new research breakthrough rewards that have been added to the game. Now, um, it's been about three years, four years maybe, since I've played Pokemon Go. I get most of my regular updates with Pokemon Go from Sam here. So um, is this a big deal? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow your lead for this one. Uh, it's not too bad. I know that there is about to be a massive thing with June. Um... Every, for the last couple of months, there have been um, like sets of skill, like sets of tasks to do. Um, on my Pokemon Go, the June one hasn't um, started yet, but it's quite cool that with everyone being quarantined, uh, it's really cool that they've added, they started adding extra daily challenges. They've taken out any challenge that involves walking a certain distance. Um, it's, you know, you have challenges, they've kept the, um, They've kept the hatch and egg, but the egg distances are halved. I've been hatching eggs the entire time, and I have left my house a total of maybe three times in ten weeks, most you know, to go to the corner shop. And I've been hatching eggs absolutely fine, so they must have made it really sensitive to me just walking around the house. Um, that's quite good. 
Yeah, um, there's a, new, a few new Pokemon coming out. We've got the new Meowth, which I have yet to see, but I'm looking forward to. Excellent. Yeah. So it seems like they've 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 kind of tweaked the game to uh, uh, to respond to coronavirus, which is yeah, a really positive thing, obviously. Oh, yeah. Another one, great one is um, you can't collect them, but you can buy them. Uh, they are I can't think of the words. Uh, distance raid passes. So if you've got a gym near your house, we've got one. Um, and every now, well, at least once a day, there'll be a raid. They keep on putting really, really strong Pokemon in there, so I can never get them. But we've got those distance raid passes, so that's quite good. So even you know, if you've had, you know, if you kind of carrying on from a task that you had earlier, since since before the lockdown started, and one of them was being a raid or win a raid, at least you know, they're not staying there to stagnate. That's okay. That's, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so my my only real memory of Pokemon Go, uh, I used to live in Manchester. In Manchester, there is a tram system, um, and uh, I remember every single day on my commute to work, um, I, I used to get the tram, and all along the tram were these these poker stops. Um, and so I remember one time I got the tram with a bunch of people on it, um, and. It was always funny when you came up to a poker stop because you'd see like the 15 or 20 people that were on a tram furiously swiping at their yeah. phones to try and get the, <laughs> the upgrade while they were moving. I also remember in Manchester there was um, a taxi company that um, actually offered Pokemon Go trips across the city. So you could mm. get all of the all of the poker stops. It, it became, it, yeah, it, it, it's a craze. Ma uh, we, we had one earlier today, we went for a drive and uh, decided to stop off to do a raid and we were like, oh, I don't have to use one of my distance raid passes because I'm actually here and we're waiting for it to start and we're both um, like one team, uh, so we're they're all, in, all dressed in yellow and all of a sudden this third person appeared, like, all dressed in blue and we're like, where, where is this person? Where is it? We actually like looked out the car and we're like, can we see a random person on the street? And we're like, I said no. She's probably she's probably using a distance pass. She's probably in bed laughing at us. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was great. She she completely showed us up because we finished the raid and we got the Pokemon and out of the three it said you know yellow team did about forty percent of the total damage between two of you and this blue team did sixty and I was like oh now I feel bad. Oh no. I'm not a good teammate. <laughs> Excellent, yeah. So, uh, our last news story uh, of this segment is uh, about Pokemon Swords and Shields. Um, so, there are new Legendary and Galarian, mm -hmm. sure, um, Pokemon. Galarian Meowth is the new one that's coming, that's in Pokemon Go. I, like I said, I haven't seen one yet, but my partner has three. So Galarian Pokemon. So okay, let's okay, let's level with you here then. Um, seeing as this is a gaming uh, podcast, um, I haven't really played Pokemon since the first generation. So to me, Pokemon is 151 Pokemon. But there's like a thousand now, right? Like yeah, there's absolutely loads. And there's one that looks like a foot. Right. Remember that it was like a source of pride that I could do the Pokemon rap and na <laughs> name all of the Pokemon. And, and, you can't do a Pokemon rap now. Too many. You can't. You just do the original one and then say you're retro. Yeah, fair. You can't You can't name all the Pokemon now because you'd be there for three days. Yeah. So, okay. So, so Galarian Pokemon then. Talk to me about Galarian Pokemon. What does this mean? Galarian is literally, it's just, um, they're from a different, a, a different area in the world. Right, Galarian, like I said, the new Meowth that's coming out, that's a Galarian mouth. It looks like an old man, it's great. Like proper raggedy. Um, but it's like with Pokemon Go, there's the Alolan ones as well. So you can get an Alolan Sandshrew, an Alolan Vulpix. Um, and they're usually a different um, like a different class of Pokemon. The Vulpix is a fire Pokemon. The Alolan Vulpix is ice. So they're usually uh, you know, the opposite, I think. No, don't don't quote me on it, but I think there is possibly an Alolan or a Galarian Ponyta, uh, but I'm not sure. Ooh, intriguing. A, a yes, I know one of the newest Pokemon is. Uh, it looks well. I thought it was a it was a Ponyta when I saw the silhouette, but it was it's actually a, an electric type zebra type thing. I don't know. I haven't an met one yet. Electric zebra. What will they think of next? I know. I think he's got like a lightning bolt on his little head. It's quite cute. 
well, yeah, there you go. That's wow. Okay. And on that wonderful, wonderful note, uh, I think we'll end the news section there. Uh, Pokemon heavy today, uh, but you know we like a bit of Nintendo here on Extra Life. Um, so we're going to segue nice and neatly into our big issue of the day, which is no girls allowed for some reason. Since the beginning of video games, gaming has always been seen as a strictly boys-only hobby. Representations of women in early video games and marketing show this opinion, from the helpless Princess Peach who needs to be rescued, to the half-naked teacher advertising the Atari Jaguar console. As time has gone on, representations of women in video gaming has gotten better, with games like Tomb Raider and Dino Crisis no longer portraying women as sex objects, but as independent people capable of doing anything a man can do. However, with the new digital age came the age of online gaming, and this is where sexism rears its ugly head once again. In a recent study, 65% of women gamers reported harassment or derogatory remarks were made, made against them, almost three times more than men reported. An experiment was done in 2012 by Ohio State University, in which a player playing Halo 3 online using both a female and male account. The results were staggering. The female account received three times more negative and insulting messages compared to the male account, despite both accounts boasting similar scores. In this age of freedom and equality, we ask the question of why sexism is still so prevalent in video games, what can be done to eradicate sexist abuse in gaming, and whether big game companies need to look at their campaigns and products and help further the discussion. Let's get into the big issue. So, Sam, let's get your thoughts on this then. So, uh, today we're talking about gender representation within um, video games. Uh, so, we're going to start off by talking about uh, gender representation of uh, female characters in video games. So, what, what are your thoughts on this? Let's, uh, let's uh, start talking about this now. Um, obviously, I do have thoughts. I, I can't really give a give an opinion on recently brought out games because like I said I, I'm already behind the curve and all that um, generally what I've found in earlier games and when I say earlier games I'm meaning like um, 2000 to 2015-y kind of time frame it was very much you know the female characters were very much sexualized uh, I found it was you know when playing a game the girls were always the damsels in distress they were always not seen as as strong uh, storylines were completely different um, you had this thing that the girls were weak and the boys were there to be the heroes and save the day uh, from what I've heard it's getting better, but they're taking their sweet time. St you've still got games in which you have that little, you know, princess in a castle that you'd save in, and you're like, it's... Hmm. They're getting there, but it's slow. So I think you know. Let, let's 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 start at the beginning then. Um, I think that's that's uh, that's a useful thing to do. So the f I, I, I guess the first um, example uh, to bring into this is uh, Super Mario Brothers. Um, of course, released in the 80s, um, and uh, one of the the core the core kind of story components of Super Mario Brothers is that Mario is on a quest to save Princess Peach from Bowser's castle. Uh, Princess Peach uh, in the original is uh, portrayed as a very damsel in distress, as you said, um, save the princess from the castle. Um, that's 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 how uh, you know women were portrayed in video games uh, back then. Um, do you think that this is to do with how video games were marketed? I'd say yes. Well, you know, it's probably got quite a bit to do with it. If you look at it in a very simplistic way, the way I see the original Mario is, oh my gosh, I'm a stupid dumb blonde who can't get out of a castle by myself. I'm going to let the first dumpy plumber who saves me be my husband because that's all I care about in life, being saved. Oh dear, I don't have my own brain. 
it's very true yeah and i think it's it's interesting for me to get a, a, a woman's perspective on this as well because obviously uh mario gives hope to mustached men everywhere uh, and italian plumbers um uh, but you know pl playing that kind of game from a a man's perspective it's kind of you know it, it's a lot different than playing it from a woman's perspective i'm i'm, I'm sure um and I so you're, from you're... a man's perspective like you said it kind of gives you an idea of anyone can be a hero and get the girl in the end uh, you know you don't have to be this muscular kind of guy look i'm just you know i'm just the plumber and i'm managing to do it kind of thing and i get the girl at the end like i don't know like i never saw the very i don't know if there's a beginning storyline at the beginning of mario did she ever meet him before this do they actually like each other or does she just get saved by rando yeah, I mean, you know, like, so the original Mario story is, it's not much story in it. It's just kind of like, you want to, like, the power of bonus is strong in the original Mario. Um, like, e everything is led pretty much by Mario's boner. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, oh, a princess is, is, is in trouble. Let's go and save her. Um, it, it gets better, obviously, as the Mario series goes along. Princess Peach becomes um, quite quite a fleshed out character and, and, and quite an interesting character, actually. But um, you know that, that that original portrayal in the first Mario Brothers uh, game uh, not a great portrayal for women in video games. Hmm. Um, and you know, again, going back to those kind of retro days, um, it's worth talking about the Legend of Zelda as well. Um, now, obviously, uh, Zelda is a princess, um, and Link, uh, the character that you play in the Legend of Zelda games, um, originally, with stuff like Link's Awakening and um, and some of the earlier games, uh, Zelda portrayed as, a, again, a pretty useless woman. Fair enough. Uh, honestly, never played it, never followed the story, have no idea what... what Legend of Zelda is about. I thought Zelda was the one you played. Why is it called Legend of Zelda if you don't if you're not Zelda? Because it's the legend of the princess. The princess is telling the tale. It's the legend. It's yeah, see, so yeah. Um, again, uh, as uh, the series goes on, um, the, the 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 character of Zelda becomes more fleshed out. Um, but uh, you know, talking about those early days of video games. Um, this is this is something that's 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 quite interesting to touch on, because um, especially if you go back in marketing terms. So uh, take video games from the early eighties uh, and, uh, and and early nineties that that kind of uh, period. So you've got stuff coming out like uh, the um, uh, the SNES uh, and the NES. You've got the Mega Drive in that kind of era, um, and you've got uh, other uh, ones like the uh, Atari Jaguar. Um, other kind of consoles uh, around that period. If you have a look at the marketing, a lot of the marketing is aimed at you're a boy who's never had sex with a woman. That's why you play video games. Um, is it, it, do, do, does that directly correlate with how we how uh, those early representations of women uh, were seen? It's very possible. Like the the thing that I always think about is if you think about it from a from from the perspective of the people who made the games and marketed the games like you said the first first time uh first game of uh, legends of zelda or mario and they were like right okay princess and then thing as you say as the games carried on the characters of the princesses were fleshed out now the main question is were they fleshed out because that was always the plan or because they realized that people actually gave a crap about the woman it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a very interesting point, I think. Um, this is, this is, you, like you said, with the marketing, you're a guy who's, you know, in your words, not mine, you're a guy who's not going to get laid, play with this game. And then eventually, I'm assuming, they went away from that. But did they do it because they believed it? Or because people were going, hold on a second... You, your your thought pattern's a bit flawed here, mate. Well, so I think this directly correlates with um, those kind of eras and how women were portrayed in those kind of eras anyway. Um, there's this there's this iconic... Um, I think it's for the Atari Jaguar. There's this iconic TV commercial um, where um, it's set in this classroom, right? 
and this teacher is at the front and it's like this sexy teacher who's like got like all of her buttons undone and you can see her bra and everything and 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 and, and she's got like these glasses and stuff and and she's she's t- t- talking to the class and she's going like 16 bits is 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 not better than 32 bits it's simple math and then that was their tagline that was their slogan for that console was it's simple math um, and all of all of the boys who are in that classroom are all the stereotypical glasses and got loads of spots all over their face and you know I've got braces in and everything. That that's how video games were were, were marketed back then. So you know it, it, it's not it's not a stretch to imagine that the reason why stuff like Super Mario Brothers and Zelda uh, was so kind of um, uh, I am girl come and get me was because it was it was wish fulfillment hmm. seems if they were doing those kind of adverts as well it wasn't just a sexual you know a sexual misinterpretation of stuff it was sounds a lot like they were just like kids are dumb and will listen to the first thing we put in front of them maybe that's another reason why they didn't really flesh out the characters stuff your kids aren't going to focus on that they just want to kill things and yeah jump on stuff exactly and then so th- so then so then things changed then okay so we, we we enter the 90s now the uh, the 90s is more of a kind of like dark and kind of you know gritty era uh, for, for everything uh, including uh, video games and uh, the the sony playstation comes out okay now the sony playstation originally uh, was marketed for your kind of laddie lad college guy okay it's like look at us video games are cool now okay so uh, lots of sports games lots of racing games um, marketed at, at that, that kind of dem- that 18 to 25 demographic um, the, the, the stereotypical college frat boy who's going to buy a PlayStation and play a load of stuff with his mates while they all drink and, 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 and get silly um, and as, as this kind of this tactic, this marketing tactic kind of changed so too did the portrayal of women in video games, but it didn't change for the better um, surprisingly, because what happened then is women started dressing in skimpy outfits. Um, wh- what do you think about this? Because this is this is something that still happens to this day. Um, so stuff like um, uh, stuff like uh, some of the Final Fantasy games, uh, where women are just literally wearing nothing. Um, stuff like Dead or Alive, where it's uh, women in bikinis, and that's that's good enough to fight in apparently um what what, what do you think well how about let's take the perfect example of uh, grand theft auto where you're able to go to a strip club and then beat up a hooker with a dildo yeah this is yeah so yeah again grand theft auto a um a series that, that started in the 90s um don't get me wrong love playing grand theft auto love playing san andreas not very sexually happy yeah so i mean you know Every single character that's been in Grand Theft Auto is your stereotypical man, almost. Um, uh, like, say San Andreas again, you know, when it, when the storyline gets you a girlfriend, and later on if you're able to get other girlfriends, it's not a how well can you treat her, it's how quickly can you get that little bar at the top of the screen to get close enough that you end up hearing the lovely, lovely little sexy noises, which means, yay, I'm a man! Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not it's not a love meter, is it? It's a it's a who wants the D meter. No, the bone meter. It's the bone meter, exactly. <laughs> it's the bone train. Would you um, like to ride the bone train? Exactly. Yeah. So this is yeah. Um, and I yeah, I think Grand Theft Auto is a perfect example of this kind of um, the, uh, this kind of uh, um, idea of uh, we know what men like. Men like to shoot things and have sex. Hmm. Um, and drive around without care in the world and laugh when they're being chased by a helicopter and everything. And I think talking about the 90s brings us nice and neatly to one one of my favourite franchises um, of all time. Um, and that is uh, Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Because Lara Croft Tomb Raider is both uh, the answer and also the problem. Um, it, it, it's very difficult um, because uh, in the you know obviously um, Lara Croft is this strong independent woman uh, she doesn't need a man she goes around the world kind of you know finding ar- archaeological things and, and being like an Indiana Jones type character and stuff and everything however in the first couple of games she's dressed in a skimpy top and short shorts 
Hmm. Yeah, and you're like, mate, I get that it makes it probably easier to move around, but if you've seen the graphics in those games anyway, you could put her in normal pants and a hoodie and she'd do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, the infamous triangular boobs or something. Uh, you know, Things that can yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, if if you if you decide to you know bone that, then you're gonna get hurt. Yeah. Um, but you know, Lara Croft did evolve as the series went on, and uh, the recent games, which I loved, by the way, uh, some people didn't like, uh, but I loved them. Uh, dress her in a much more sensible clothing, so with pants that have pockets, which you would need to hold things. Hey. Um. So yeah. Um. As, as the eras kind of go on and on and on, um, we get a better kind of representation of women in video games. To the point now where, you know, in a lot of RPGs, there are options to play as girls. So you, you talked about Dragon Age Origins before. You were talking about playing as a, a, as a guy for the first time. Um, you've been playing as women in this. Oh, yeah. Um, nine, yeah, no. This is probably the first time I've actually played a game where you can choose your character and build your character at the beginning. Even Dungeons and Dragons always play a female uh, character. Um, and it's not even a sexist point, it just makes it easier. It makes it one less thing that, that I have to think about extra. I'm a girl, I'll play as a girl. Thing. The only reason I'm playing as a guy character on this one is to unlock an achievement. Yeah, and that's, you know, it's fair enough really, isn't it? Um, uh, so in, 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 in your typical RPG, we were talking about Mass Effect before as well, uh, in, uh, you uh, play as Femshep. Yes, played it once, didn't get through a lot of it, but the part that I did play, I was I was uh, Lady Shepherd. Lady Shepherd, Lady Shepherd. Lady Shepherd. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so RPGs kind of gave rise to this idea that um, you can play whatever you want to play, and that was done in part through um, extensive marketing research that actually found out that, oh, it's not just boys that play video games, it's women as well. It's another reason why they've probably added the, you know, the whole you can customize your character because it's not just cis white guys who play play these games. It's people of color, it's people, you know, it's women, it's other, other people and they're able to at the very least put a little bit of their person, you know, their her, like persona into their character kind of makes them I've always found that actually if I make a character that feels a lot like me if I make it as close to me as possible I care about the game a lot more Yeah, absolutely. it's one of those fun things where you think oh I can play this game and um, people play video games for escapism so I'm going to be a horrible person and then as soon as one of your characters goes do you like me I'm not, I just go yeah 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 no, you're lovely I'm sorry <laughs> Give him a little pat on the head, like, no, okay, I'm sorry, have a cookie. I think the best thing about that is that I can full on, like, picture you on the couch doing that as well. <laughs> well, I was playing through Dragon Age, and I don't know if anyone listening has played Dragon Age, uh, but when you go to, uh, there's one section where there's a little boy that's been possessed, and you're able to save him. But I thought, let's see if this gets me an achievement, and I killed the little boy, because it was funny, and it was 1am. And he was annoying. <laughs> and then one of the main characters, one of your companions, as soon as you get back to camp, he stops you and he goes, I want to talk about what happened. He goes, you killed him. I can't believe you killed him. And I was like, you have the option of going, I'm really sorry. But at this point, like I said, it was one o'clock in the morning. The kid was annoying. So I just shows the option of get over yourself, Alistair. Oh, spoiler alert. Alistair doesn't like it if you kill Connor. <laughs> there you go. Don't worry. We're hardcore nerds here. Uh, so I'm yeah, sure I'm like sure everyone listening. I might as well just tell you Dumbledore died. Okay, well, point. yeah, I mean I'm 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 fairly sure that everyone listening has played uh, has played Dragon Age. Um, yeah, I remember when you told me about that, and I think I had exactly the same reaction. <laughs> yeah, no, your exact words were, "You're a monster. I've never killed Connor. Why would you do that?" <laughs> I mean, accurate. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, there's, yeah, so RPGs have kind of given wave to um, female characters uh, in video games uh, and portraying um, female characters properly. One of my favourite games uh, is XCOM and its sequel, XCOM 2. One of my favourite things about, X uh, about XCOM is that you can customise your characters. 
so you can rename them you can change how they look you can change what hair color they've got um, and then you can send them out on missions and brutally watch them get murdered um, and cry uh, yourself to sleep when that happens um, now, uh, the first time that I played XCOM, I did. I, I, everyone's done this, okay? So it's <laughs> nobody. Don't don't pretend that you haven't done this. Everyone's done this. I named all of the characters after my friends, okay? Uh, including uh, the lovely Miss Kelly here, um, and everybody got brutally murdered, and it made me sad. But then the more that I played, the more that I started to to develop um, different characters. Um, so it, it, it was it was kind of natural kind of occurrence that happened. Um, where these characters kind of got a life of their own to the point where they they, they, they slightly resembled my friends uh, in how they looked, but they had their own backstories, they had their own kind of things that that, uh, that they'd been through and, and, and their own specialisms and stuff like that. Uh, and yeah, again, you know, quite naturally, um, these badass female characters who, you know, would take no shit and shoot aliens in the face for fun, um, kind of emerged from this and it, it, it was really nice and kind of natural to see i used to do that with the friends like with the whole naming friends i did it with sims and then i get really annoyed that the sims started doing their own thing and i'm like no you hate swimming so i take away the ladder yeah i called a lot of <laughs> but yeah no i'd also like to note that um you'll I, you know as soon as you started telling the story and i chuckled because i remember not only viewers and listeners did he name them after his friends he did that when we all used to live together in the same house. So I remember I was in my room, I think watching a film, and all of a sudden I hear this blood-curdling scream from the next bedroom across. I ran in thinking, he, you know, something horrible had happened, and he's on his knees in front of the TV going, Sam, no! You had so much to live for! And I'm like, I was like, what? And he was like, you're dead! You're dead! Oh, I realised what we talked about and walked away without another word, but yeah. Oh, it, it gets so much worse in XCOM 2, because in XCOM 2 you can write someone's epitaph. And it was like the great thing, like, after that, I think it was probably about half an hour later, and all I heard like, from your room, muffled this time, because I'd made sure to close your bedroom door, and then my bedroom door, and I was across <laughs> the hall. I just heard this muffled, Josh, no! <laughs> so uh you touched on the sims there i wanted to talk about the sims a little bit because um we're going to kind of like segue from kind of representations of women in video games to women who play video games and the representations of them and uh the horrible toxic things that happen online um so the sims uh i've i've heard this from from people that i no longer associate with um of calling the sims a girl game okay so uh the sims is you know girls only you know it's, it's a girl game girls can't play proper games they have to play games like the sims they have to play games like that that, that aren't really games uh because that's all they can do you just go about your life you make a home you look after the kids and that's what chicks do right they make a home and look after the kids and you can get a job but the game itself doesn't actually show what you do on your, at your job. You just go off and do your little job, and then you come back and make tea. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, 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 it's not true at the end of the day. Um, the Lego games are really bad for this as well. Uh, I've got a friend called Poppy. Um, hi, Poppy, if you're listening. Um, who uh, is obsessed with the Lego Marvel games. Uh, and I remember once when we were with a bunch of friends, uh, one of our more dickish friends um, turned to her and said, well, that's that's all you play because that's all you can play, right? Ooh. It's not, you know, it's, it's not true. But, you know, just because she's a girl doesn't mean that she can only play Lego games. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, uh, girl representations... Uh, within, you, you know, being online and stuff like that. You've done some honest-to-God research for this, haven't you? Well, I've asked, I've asked people, because like I said, again, very inexperienced with games. I don't own a computer, so how am I going to play online games? Uh, the last time I played an online game was Habbo Hotel, when I was in... Did I, I can't remember if I kept playing it when I went to college, but I definitely played it for a few years in high school uh, because I had no real friends. 
So Habo Hotel, that's the last time I played a game online and in all fair, it's so long ago, I can't remember any. And I remember one example of someone going, this is a female person because you made it a little avatar and you're a little person. Um, one example of them literally just using me as the female who doesn't give a, like, a, give a damn. And that was, I think, I, don't know, I was in a random room and all of a sudden this guy, Habo, came in and then started saying this really sexually explicit stuff. And I was about 14, so I was looking in the, I was just watching the screen and watching, watching all these words come up, like in horror, like, what's going on? And then he just left and I went, what? Okay. That was weird. Uh, that's the last experience I've ever had. So what do you, about, say, let's say I was 14, it was probably about, that means it was 2005. So that was a while ago. Um, but I have spoken to other people, got some examples where uh, there was one woman, she said that she plays um, Call of Duty, I think it's through the Xbox, through Xbox Live or something. So maybe not computer, well, like computer, computer, but Xbox Live. And she said that she plays quite often with her husband. And her, her character, a little picture is of her, is of him. And she gets about 20 to 25 friend requests or messages every two to three hours that she's playing whereas her husband gets zero and she either gets just the general hey message or wanted to add you because you're pretty good for a girl uh, or the more disgusting things um she didn't give any ex you know, any examples she just said let your own mind imagine what kind of stuff has been sent to me so i'll let you guys do the same yeah, I mean, uh, but that, was, yeah that was one of them it, you know, it, um, it, it, it doesn't take a genius to figure out what some of those comments would have been mm. going on. Um, yeah, I know. So, we, we, are we at a bit... Yeah, I think, sorry, she said that her name, like, her name's just a junior, like, she didn't say what her Xbox name was, because I, the groups that I'm in, I would say, you know, I'll need, you know, I'll, I need the information, but I won't, you know, I'll keep it anonymous. So she said, my name doesn't say, you know, I am a chick. It's not, it's not like her husband says, I am a dude, it's just the picture. And she said, look, at the end of the day, I could change my picture, but why should I? Why should I change it? Yeah, exactly. Um, so we've got, um, we, we, we had a bit of a talk with somebody um, earlier in the week. Um, and, you know, they were talking about uh, when they were online, um, that you know they'd get questions about what they wore whilst they were gaming they'd um, get asked if they would get um, if they were topless at the moment um, over stuff like GTA online and stuff they'd be asked um, about um, if um, oh, uh, uh, they get comments that uh, there's a girl here I bet she has big tits um, stuff like that now bearing in mind uh, this person um, who shared all of these uh, experiences with us uh, was 14 when she was playing these games um, like take a look at yourself guys this is not okay like it's not it's not good behavior um from from anybody um how do you feel about this hmm. well, exactly the same like uh thing that that she was 14 and i'm willing i'm happily willing to bet that if she turned to them and said i am 14 it wouldn't have stopped, it would have spurred him on. And there is a certain level of obviously blatant sexism, but sometimes it's also just people being trolls for the sake of being trolls. Um, I've got another another person who um, who gave me an example. Uh, she said that she, when she's gaming online, she's learned to, she's taught herself to just take her mic off and keep it off because of the harassment. She said it's varied from how old are you, let's fuck. Uh, you're only doing this for attention and she says um, I'll be honest I don't know what this means but she has a diamond rip she says diamond rank says otherwise prick uh, you're a girl you suck um, and there's just all that kind of there's generally let me see she said that uh, this one person uh, runs a gaming magazine uh, the person who she runs it with is male and she said even you know people she runs the magazine and she's not taken seriously they asked to speak to the guy uh, you know let's speak to the guy in charge let's do that he's absolutely brilliant he he shuts them up he cuts them out you know cuts them off as soon as but he shouldn't have to no, absolutely but not. he still has to be there um 
other things like even if if they don't go down the route of what are you wearing or let's you know let's let's get on cam together or you know how old are you you get people on games such as like world of warcraft or those kind of ones where they start mansplaining what to do and you're like but they don't ask the female players what kind you know how long they've been playing um, a lot of the time they'll assume that if you're playing with a female's body you're a female so I've had guy friends actually say that they've played you know a game as, as a woman's body and had someone come over like well, how are you doing and he's like as soon as they say look I'm a dude they back off you know like, again you shouldn't have to it's un unasked for um, advice I'm like I said earlier once again, playing as a guy on Dragon Age for the first time and I'm doing it to get this one achievement, my other half turned to me and he said, would you like me to help you because you don't know how to get this achievement? I turned around and said, yes, thank you for asking. If he'd just gone, oh, you did that wrong as soon as I made a, made one of the multiple choice things, then I'd turn around and be like, do you want to get out of my face? <laughs> like, exactly, yeah. I can always do it again. I can always turn off the Xbox, go back to the last save and figure it out. But it's great that you know you can have. It's the whole thing of. As a female, you have to go in there on the defensive. You have to keep your mic off. You have to. Leo, some people think you have to not have your face as your screen name. Some people say that you know think that you have to you know if you go into a public forum or you go into one of these rooms with your character, straight away you you're waiting for someone to say something, and. I can guarantee every single girl, like woman, who has been in these chats, or every single person who has played as a female character, um, has a list of what they're going to do, what they're going to say to cut them off, and a backup list. Because if that first thing doesn't work, you've got to keep that lie going. You've got to keep that, you know, you've got to keep it going. And you play a game to escape. You play it to have fun. I don't play it to get harassed, and I don't play it to see my you know who I'm supposed to be main character in a skimpy little bikini mate that doesn't stop a sword yeah that's give yeah give me chain mail give me some chain mail please uh, so I'm quite interested to see your uh, view on this as a mother uh, and you've got an adorable three year old um, so uh, I, I want you to kind of like visualize her um, when she grows up when she's about 13 or 14 and um, she's playing video games um, perhaps for the first time uh, and she's subjected to this kind of abuse um, how, you know it's not, it's not okay uh, obviously but um, how, how does that make you feel? First of all I'd like to think that it's not going to happen because of brilliant podcasts like these um Secondly, no, angry, obviously, very, very angry. I'd like to think that in a perfect world, I'd be able to explain this to her, saying, you know, maybe a dad will warn her and stuff. But even if you're warned up to the eyeballs that this could possibly happen and you still got venture out there, it's gonna hurt. So, personally, as a parent, I'd like to, you know, I'd say, look, if you want to talk about it, I'm always here for you. I've heard it all. All right, and I know other people who have heard it all. So if you know, you're, it's okay to talk about this kind of stuff. Um, the other half of me had liked to, uh, hoping that she has a quick wit about her. <laughs> Which, if she's if she if she's um, brought up by you, I'm absolutely convinced that she will. Um, well, but every time I think of something like you know proper, like oh damn, like it's usually three days later. <laughs> My eyes shoot up, shoot awake at like half two in the morning. I'm like, should I said that? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so you talked about how I, I, I think it's interesting for us as a generation now because a lot of our generation, um, our age, um, are now um, entering into um, parenthood or marriage or stuff like that. Um, and I think it's very interesting for us because ours was really um, the proper internet generation. Uh, you were talking about Habbo Hotel before and about how you were 14 and playing that and, and getting really creepy guys and stuff. I remember my, my experience from this is uh, I was playing a game called RuneScape. Um, original, original fucking RuneScape, not this remake that they've, that they've recently that 
first time I played that for a total of two days because I just couldn't get into it. Oh, I mean, I like, like... Oh, you need the pickaxe. <laughs> oh, all, all of our friends were on RuneScape. Everybody, yeah, everybody fucking loved RuneScape. Um, but um, yeah, I, I remember that I had a RuneScape girlfriend. This was this was a thing that happened. I had a, a girl, a, 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 in quotation marks, a girl. Um, and we, we did a couple of quests together and she was like, do you want to be my boyfriend? And I was like, hell yeah, I want to be, I'm, uh, do you want to be my girlfriend? And stuff. Fully aware uh, now, uh, as a 27-year-old, as a that that was probably um, a man, uh, a very old man who was catfishing me. Uh, but back then we, we, didn't, we didn't really have, you know, stuff like internet safety or, you know, some of the, the, the brilliant teachings on um, internet safety that, that, that are around now. So we kind of just, we dove in at the deep end on stuff like that. We added people on, on Messenger and MSN that, we, that, we, that we'd never spoken to before. Um, and that led to, uh, you know, some, some pretty horrific things. I had a Habbo girlfriend. I added her on MSN, we added her on MSN Messenger. She called herself Ginger. And full on like sent me nudes of this it was a chick and i was like this is really weird but you dudes uh, so your your 40 year old self got nudes well at this point no there we go i carried on playing Havo for a bit because she finally stopped talking to me because once i got to college and started to actually kind of explore my sexuality um, I had a friend, a college friend staying over and we were getting tipsy off WKDs and I messaged her and I was like, hey, you know, like, how about we give this a go? And she thought I was messing around and blocked me. <laughs> but, okay. Oops. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> 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 oh my god oh, see oh, that's just brilliant um <laughs> i got mad game um so for any um americans listening uh english college not american college english college is high school for you guys yeah sorry yeah, i would have been about 17 yeah but, so yeah uh so <laughs> that wow i <laughs> <laughs> That's that. That's the tagline for this uh, for this episode. <laughs> so um, let's 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 wrap this up nice and neatly then. So, um, what what do you think needs to change? I think the whole is stigma the right word. I think the whole stigma behind gaming. Like I said, it's getting better, but they're moving slowly. They need to pick up the pace. They need to like like you said earlier, Sims was seen as a chick game, like a girl game. Nowadays, on my Facebook feed nowadays, 90% of the people who post about Animal Crossing are guys. So that's, you know, that's come a long way. That's brilliant. Um, you don't see it as often that people automatically play the gender card or, you know, use the gender argument, but it does still happen. You'll always get people who, you know, are trolls, people who are old school, you know, old style thought patterns and stuff. I think it's just, it's up to gaming companies to quash it. Like, it's the great thing that they're doing at the moment with stopping doing this, that and the other um, in this whole racism thing is brilliant. Let's see how, you know, let's see how much of a, how much that hits and then see if we can't use a similar thing to get rid of sexism. Yeah, I think I, you've, you've kind of hit the nail on the head there, I think. Um, I, 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 I don't think what we're asking for is, you know, games to not show uh, women um, in, in that kind of light. You know, games like that are, are fine, you know? I'd still get a bit, you know, kind of like hot under the covers about some of the sex scenes in Mass Effect uh, and stuff like that. And 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 and, and, and that... things for that. Men and women. Some people like to be the whole, oh look, I can be slim, pretty, and still save the world from the darkspawn. Some people like that, and that's okay. Some people don't, and that's okay. 
the biggest problem is people being attacked and people feeling attacked because of something. If you don't like something, don't comment on it. Don't play the game. Don't associate with it. But if you don't like something, or you don't, you know, you don't like that a girl has commented on a forum about this, that, or the other, or about the new console coming out, just leave it alone. Go and hit the wall or something. Go and be angry at yourself because you're a terrible person. Don't try and belittle their happiness to make yourself feel good for a fraction of a second. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, I know that we've had discussions in the past as well where we've been, you know, you know, but, you know, you as a girl and me as a guy going, like, hey, yeah, she, she's hot. Um, I'd, oh, oh, you know, and, and that's... that's yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's fine. Uh, but then also, you know, striking that balance of, okay, well, here's this strong man who can rescue the world. Uh, here's a game about a strong woman who can rescue the world and doesn't need help and is, you know, badass in her own right. You know, that, that, that kind of balance between those two kind of you know, norms is, 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 is a good thing. Um, on, the, on the online, um, you know, community, it, 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 like I can say from personal experience, it is getting better. Um, there's more respect than there used to be um, even two or three years ago now. Um, it's, it's, it's more of a norm that's coming into society and culture um, that women women play video games, and that's not a weird thing. It's not like you've got to like masturbate over the thought of, 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 of a girl playing Dragon Age or anything like that. Like it, it's it's fine. Like it's, it's just a normal thing now, and that's that's okay. Yeah, I I have the great thing of. I believe that you can play a game and you can play it as a female character and you can go, you know what, I'm doing this. Music, I'm using Dragon Age just because it's one of the games that I know best and because I'm doing the run through again. Okay? And the main thing is just like, right, okay, uh, who do I prefer to become the king of Ozmar? That's a massive thing. Nothing to do about gender there. Absolutely fine. Who do I want in the final battle? The elves or the werewolves? Okay, fair enough. I want those big decisions and I think it's cool that you're able to make them and it's the whole part of the wider thing than being able to take that game, you know, that save game over to Dragon Age 2 and see the consequences of what you did with the last game. Absolutely brilliant. On the other side of it, the only, only reason I am playing as a male character is to unlock the have sex with Morrigan achievement. Simple as. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, guys... I don't have to have sex with anyone in that game. You don't have to. It's just, what you know, it's one of the extra things that you can have. After I unlock this achievement, if I do, apparently, I, I have no game. Right? Morrigan is not my friend right now. But, if and when I finally make, you know, get the achievement, I won't do it again. It's done. It's literally just a little, little circle in my little achievement box never have to worry about it again and then I'll go for Liliana and then I'll go for Zevran and then whatever done fixed exactly yeah okay Sam so what we're going to do now is you are going to be our second contestant on our feature high score So, um, this is how this works. Uh, we have got a leaderboard. Uh, at the moment, that leaderboard has got one person on it. Um, and I'm going to ask you 10 questions all around what we've been talking about today, which is women in video games. So, um, last time out with Josh, um, he, he didn't do too well. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie, he didn't do too well. Uh, in fact, he got a, st um, a score of three. Brilliant. Uh, so hope, you know, all to play for now. You can you can top that leaderboard. Um, so uh, yeah, let's get down to it. Let's play high score. Okay. So, your first question: What is the name of the English archaeologist who was a Derbyshire publisher's answer to Indiana Jones? Tomb Raider, Lara Croft. Correct. That is uh, correct, Lara Croft. Um, if you go up to Derby, you can go. You can uh, walk along Lara Croft Way. They've actually named a road um, after her up there. 
Um, so, uh, question two. What is the name of Crash Bandicoot's kick-ass sister? Ooga Booga. <laughs> you, you, you're going to go for Ooga Booga? The only other name I know from that game. Okay, um, that is incorrect, I'm afraid. Uh, I think you're thinking of the mask um, that gives you kind of like a, a more life. Uh, the correct, uh, the the correct answer was Coco Bandicoot. You never said that. Coco Bandicoot, yeah. There's no way I'm listening back on this podcast. If I don't hear Coco Bandicoot, I want a point adding. <laughs> okay, that seems fair. Um, <laughs> Question three. What is the name of the IGN staff member who became a character in Mass Effect 3? Oh, no. Mass Effect 3. I'm trying to think. If No, I can't remember. One minute. Oh, is it the... Oh, God, what's she called? No, I don't know. Pass. Ooh, almost got there. Um, she plays Diana Alas on the Normandy, um, and her real name in real life is Jessica Chobot. Wait, how is she named after something that isn't her name? Well, uh, uh, she played the character of Diana Alas. Right. So it, okay. it, it, it's a big it. thing. Well, yeah, so it, it was a big thing because basically she played Space IGN. Okay. So, okay. yeah, like... It, it, it was a bit weird. Um, but yeah, uh, anyway, moving on uh, to question four. Uh, name the series which features a powerful female lead hunting dinosaurs. Like a game series or? A game series, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that question again. Cause oh, I, 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 oh, 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 God. Dino Crisis. Dino Crisis is correct. Yes. Yes, Dino Crisis. Uh, uh, absolutely. And question five, what was the name of that character? Oh. All I remember is that guy who dies at the beginning, at the very beginning. I don't know why I remember that random NPC. Oh. <laughs> right, what's she called? God, no. I'm going to kick myself when you say it. Are you giving up? Yeah. Uh, the name is Regina. Oh, no! Should have got that. Okay. That's okay, though. Moving swiftly on. Um, uh, question six. Morrigan of Dragon Age is based off which female druid in the King Arthur mythos? I don't know. Not sure. No idea. I don't know. I don't know any characters from. I don't know what a King Arthur's mythos is. <laughs> so the legend of King Arthur. Uh, there is a female druid in there, and her name is Morgan Le Fay or Morgana. Yeah, I would never would have got that. <laughs> was the uh, yeah the uh, the inspiration for the character of Morrigan. Uh, anyway, question seven. You are on two points so far. See if you can get a couple more. Um, question seven. If you were in Kanto, who could you see for some medical assistance? Nurse Joy. Yes, absolutely, Nurse Joy. So Kanto, a region in the Pokemon universe, and uh, obviously every Pokemon center is staffed by Nurse Joy. Uh, question no, eight. You can't, you can't like, get confused between that Nurse Joy and the other Nurse Joy, because they're cousins. They're cousins, Very similar. of course. Yeah, one yes, of Nurse Joy. <laughs> um, okay, so question eight. Uh, Ellen Page was reportedly used for this zombie killer's model. What? You've gone very quiet. Uh, I don't get the question. Uh, okay, I'll repeat the question. Uh, Ellen Page was reportedly used for this zombie killer's model. Right, so there's a zombie killer and she's based on Ellen Page. Yes. Right, okay. Um, is it someone out of Resident Evil? It is not. So I don't know any other zombie, zombie games. 
Okay, so uh, the answer was Ellie from The Last of Us. Reportedly, Ellie was due to be voiced by Ellen Page. Uh, they did all of the character work, so the facial animations, the kind of character model and body and everything based off Ellen Page. And then at the last minute, she refused. Um, so, yeah, um, Ellie, uh, and, and if you do play the game, you can see the similarities between her and Ellen Page are staggering. Um, question nine, then. Um, we're currently on three points. If we can get if we can get one more, we will top the leaderboard. Uh, question nine. Whose death shocked Final Fantasy fans when she was skewered by a notorious bad boy? I don't know any characters from Final Fantasy. I'm going to go with... I don't know. Like a fairy. A little fairy type thing. A little fairy. Yeah. That is correct. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, the answer that I was looking for was Aerith. Um, Aerith in Final Fantasy VII killed by Sephiroth. Um, as he came down from the as he came down from the ceiling and broke millions of uh, players' hearts back in the uh, early 2000s. Uh, and the final question, question 10, uh, this for all the marbles. Um, Tara Strong voiced this clownish character in the Arkham series. Harley Quinn? Is correct! Absolutely, Tara Strong, the voice of Harley Quinn in Batman Arkham Asylum, Batman Arkham City, and Batman Arkham Knight. So, uh, you leave today with four points. Yay! It means that you top our leaderboard at this very early stage, but, you know, that's it's a good, solid foundation. I'm uh, You've beaten... Yeah, you, you've, you've beaten Josh there. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sam, it's been absolutely fantastic to talk to you um, today. Um, if anybody wants to reach you or um, or contact you on, so on uh, social media, um, do you want to give out your channels? I don't have any channels. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so uh, if you want to reach Sam, you can't. Um, <laughs> that's about the, uh, the, uh, the, the crux of that. I don't do stuff. I started a TikTok, but I am, I've followed like three people. <laughs> um, I haven't done a video yet. Oh, fantastic. Well, all, um, all that's left for me to say is thank you very much for joining us today. No problem. Thank you for having me. So, there you have it. Gender equality does seem to be getting better with our favourite hobby, but it's going to take a lot more work to make video games truly equal. Thanks as ever to my guest this week, Sam Kellett, and to the music creators whose tracks have been used in the episode. Links to their work in the description. Join me next week as I'll be sitting down with Chris Goldthorne to discuss the strange and wonderful world of simulation games and why people seem obsessed with simulating normal jobs from the comfort of their couches. Be sure to check out any past episodes of Extra Life and stay tuned for future episodes. Until then, I've been Ben Smith and I'll see you sooner rather than later. Take care.